Now, Wellington at the moment is playing host to the construction sector. Uh, it's on this week with the Infrastructure Summit on Infometrics Principal Economist Brad Olson is there. Hi, Brad. Good evening. Before we get to that, can I just get your take on what you think is going to happen as a result of the, the, the downturn, the recession that we're getting? Do you reckon it's going to be a, a shallow recession or something deeper, Brad? Oh, look, I, th- I think everyone hopes that it's going to be a shallow recession, but the fact that we're even talking about this, you know, it's going to be four quarters, it's an entire year of economic contraction, uh, highlights how difficult it's going to be to get rid of inflation um, and suggests that the Reserve Bank's now uh, willing to ad- admit that really you have to see a bit more of a hit to the economy in the form of a, of a recession to bring back economic demand and to bring inflation under control. That's the price we will pay uh, for the, the sort of pricing pressures that we're seeing in the economy. What is the vibe from the Infrastructure Summit? Oh, look, I think there's a lot of optimism still for what's happening in the future, but also a recognition that, uh, you know, it takes a long time to get infrastructure underway. It takes a long time to get that good planning in place. Uh, And time's not really on our side at the moment. There are a huge amount of change uh, that's coming through the sector, be it uh, the replacement of the RMA, uh, be it the huge amount of decarbonisation that needs to happen across the economy, all of that requires quite a lot uh, of future investment. Now, Infometrics is already expecting $172 billion worth of additional uh, spending over the next decade or so. But uh, when we look at that, you sort of wonder if we do, we will we'll need quite a bit more in specific places. Of that $172 billion, only about 3.6% of it is for additional electricity generation around the country. And let's be clear, we're going to need a lot more than that. So questions, I think, being asked about how we're planning well for the future and how we can connect up a lot more so we're not having resources drawn in every which direction. Instead, we've got a bit more of a plan of how to deliver in the here and now and for the future. The problem is the big Onslow project, isn't it? I mean, nobody wants to build energy, energy infrastructure when Onslow is a possibility. It's pretty difficult, but we're also seeing and hearing that some of the good changes that are happening more recently are also uh, biting us in terms of capacity constraints. There's a lot of additional solar power uh, operations, for example, that are wanting to come online. That means that TransPower's got a huge amount of work to do to bring more uh, ideas forward and and connect them up, and there's a lot of work being done in that space. Uh, But again, it's the sort of thing we know we uh, are getting more solar and more wind over time, but we also need some of that more solid uh, power that will get us through no matter if it's sunny or not or if it's windy or not. Uh, Of course, the hydro lakes are sort of at capacity, so we're needing to think as well about battery operations, how we get a bit more uh, across the North Island, but also how do we sort of cope at a time when, look, everything is getting more expensive, it's difficult to deliver infrastructure. Uh, We've seen already this year on average total infrastructure delivery down about 5.5% compared to more usual pre-pandemic levels at a time when we're still funneling money into the sector. So I think there's a question going on as well about how do we continue to get bang for buck in a place where we know we've got to invest a lot more in, but it is going to still be difficult to deliver as all of those settings and policies and similar change. Brilliant stuff, Brad. Really good to talk to you. Thank you so much, Brad Olson, Infometrics Principal Economist. By the way, yesterday at that summit, Environment Minister David Parker gave a little speech on his RMA uh, reforms. And as and apparently, this is according to Politic.co.uk, said no sooner had he left than the panellists who were there started picking it all apart. And um, the most forceful critique came from the Parliamentary Commissioner for the Environment, Simon Upton, who said he could not understand why David Parker needed to replace the RMA with two bills when presumably you just need one.